The great unretirement is upon us. Amid the news of inflation reaching a four-decade high and the forecasts issuing inflation watches and warnings, retirees are returning to the workforce or trying to make a return to the workforce. Please stay with us as we dig into this and, and more on today's podcast. Stay with us, please. Money Matters USA with Fred Sage. And you also need to work with your advisor to create multiple income streams. You're at the right place for information every week regarding all the components of a successful retirement plan. Asset allocation is really a driving force for how much your accounts are going to grow. Fred Sade is a financial fiduciary and retirement specialist. I have to put the client's interest ahead of my own pocketbook at, at all times. I must be able to justify why I'm making the recommendations. Money Matters USA with Fred Sade. Fred Sade. Hey, welcome. The podcast is about retirement strategies, and Fred Said uh, also includes our current economic climate and shows how he can help clients uh, clients in a custom fashion prepare for their retirement. The podcast is Money Matters USA. Fred Said is founder and managing director of the firm Money Matters USA. He holds a PhD in economics from Duke University and been in the financial services industry for many years now, helping so many with their Right retirement strategies. By the way, the podcast, the video series, you can search YouTube. That's also entitled Money Matters USA with Fred Sade, just uh, spell Sade, S-A-I-D-E. Fred, I like what you said, the great unretirement, a play on the great resignation. So you can almost call it the great unresignation <laughs> because yeah. people are, and it's, it's, it's terrible too, because I don't know if uh, people are just panicking and maybe they don't have to go back to work after retiring but apparently a lot of people are looking at that or considering going back to work and i know your goal is to make sure that your clients don't have to do that that's true uh, only only if they want to find something to keep busy and and if whatever it is they're doing isn't fulfilling enough or they didn't prepare enough uh, sort of thinking that they would have a lot to do to keep busy and then find that it's it's not really fulfilling them uh, and so then they um, you know so then they go back to work or find something part-time or maybe turn a uh, a hobby uh, into uh, something that will pay uh, I have a client who's very good uh, at furniture making and um, and he's turned that into a uh, um, a, a paying business, if you if you will. Uh, if it's something they enjoy, that's one thing, you know. Yeah, they he, choose he does. Do. He he does. He he um, he likes to use historic types of tools. So it's all it's all hand tools, and uh, everything is done by by hand. The work is just really incredible uh what what he does and and for the it's a labor of love because he he is not charging you know hundreds of thousands of dollars for for uh, what he does and he also does a lot of religious uh work for churches and synagogues 
uh, for uh, tables, cabinets, uh, and 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 the like. So it's uh, yeah, he's enjoying it. It, uh, it it's given his life a new purpose and meaning. Well, that's good too. And a lot of people just to maybe get bored, or maybe they just to occupy their time, make some extra money, and it's something they enjoy doing. I think the unfortunate thing is for people who feel like, well, I have to. Uh, and what's what's causing these feelings? So let's take a look at that. Uh, and I think the name of the firm, I, I, apologies if I'm mispronouncing it, but Callet Advisors partner Lenore Hawkins weighs in on the employment figures and the impact that consumers have sustained as comfort and confidence in retirement hit a nine-year low, according to the recent report on retirement. Um, I think the hard thing with this discussion around kind of broad market inflation today is that it really is out of the control of the consumer. Fred, how do you how do you create that environment that helps alleviate that feeling? Well, I think you have to start with what is it that you can control and deal and deal with the things that that you know are are within your power to control. And then that'll that'll help you uh, see what it is that you can't control and that you cannot uh, obsess about. And if if you do that, uh, you're you're not going to be in complete and total overwhelm. Uh, be, because it's you're not going to sit back and say, "Well, I can't deal with this. It's it's too much." When in fact. There are a lot of things that you can control, so just separate that out. And I, I think you'll, you'll find that your, your frustration, your anxiety level will, will decrease once you can make clear, you can delineate what is outside of your control. I mean, if the government does something, you can't control that. That's, that's, you know, that's, that's outside of your, your control. But you can control what you can control. And, and it's important not to let your habits uh, take over and, and, just, and just, you know, run by habit. You know, practice does not make perfect because you have habits and, and the habits can trip you up. Yeah, I just wonder if a lot of it maybe even be unfounded. I think that's where that consultation can really come in handy that you offer, no matter where you're listening to the podcast, to give you a better idea of the, well, the strength of your portfolio, the direction you're heading. 800-593-8188, by the way, is how you get in touch with Fred. 800-593-8188. Well, the cost pricing uh, index is a great indication of the money hemorrhaging from the pockets of pre-retirees and retirees. That's according to former chair of the Council of Economic Advisors, Kevin Hassett, who spoke on the state of the U.S. economy as Americans cope with high inflation. And so by looking at these 12-month numbers, we're really, really hiding how big the increase in prices are that are affecting ordinary Americans by a very large amount. So, for example, in the latest CPI, if you look at the things that people actually buy every day, like you go to the store, you go to the gas pump, those over the last two months are up at an annual rate of 32 percent. If you look at inflation just over the last six months, uh, and then top-line inflation of the CPI is 11 percent. By going back 12 months and averaging it in with today, and that's why everybody keeps getting the numbers completely wrong. Inflation is startlingly high right now. Think about it. The, the things that you actually describe discretionarily purchase that aren't durable. Like you don't buy a car every day, right? You don't buy a house every day. The things that you buy every day are right now rising at a rate of 32%. And that's the headline. That's why Americans are so upset. And that's why the Fed has probably got to lift rates by a whole uh, percentage point at the next meeting. And then they've got to continue at rates about that high if they want to get ahead of the curve. Is that an accurate measuring tool, Fred? 
No, CPR is a manipulated number. Um, if, if you look at the way CPR was calculated in 1990, uh, the inflation rate would, would right now would be at 18 percent. So right, you, okay. What are they leaving out? They're leaving. They don't well, count food, everything. Well, rent, food, yeah, rent, housing, food, fuel, and and healthcare are are, are the three. Uh, four items that are not in that's the crazy isn't it <laughs> well they're leaving out the things that you spend uh your your money on i think hassett is is correct you, you you don't you don't make major purchases every single day but you do have to put gas in your car or your truck uh you do have to buy food you you, you have to live you have to have a place to live um, the, the CPY is misleading and the Federal Reserve, uh, in its forward guidance has been wildly, wildly inaccurate. I, I don't know if, uh, I, you know, I don't sit on, on the Fed, so I don't know if they're going to abandon forward guidance. I suspect they will. I think they're just going to look at the way things are going because, uh, they they ignored the producer price uh, uh, index uh, as much as they're, right now they're looking at CPI. They they are looking at what it costs you to go to the food store. So uh, I think they're they're trying to get a handle on on understanding um, what it is that is going on. And and, and I I say that. Uh, with with some amount of disgust, uh, I spend a good part of the weekend reading uh, Dr. Bernanke's uh, new book, and uh, it's hard to read the new book with without looking at his 2015 book, and you sort of make comparisons. And about one of the things that startled me uh, about what he had, uh, Dr. Bernanke. Former Fed chair, uh, former uh, yeah, former Fed chair, succeeded Greenspan, and um, it really um, it really shocked me because he got, he says that uh, that the Federal Reserve doesn't fully understand its own policies, and and there are economists throughout the country that are working on this and that aspect of Fed policy to try to deconstruct it and understand exactly what the policies are, what their implications are for the wider society and for the uh, and for the economy. So I, I think uh, keeping that in, in mind, um, I, I think the, the CPI understates, dramatically understates inflation or it's calculated like it. right now. And um, I don't, you know, this, this is not a matter, again, of, of surrendering um, your power. I mean, you you have power to, con to to control in your own life. So you would come back to what is it that you can control? Every it's it's not just the CPI. Uh, you have your own inflation rate. Not not everybody buys the same thing at the same time. So you have a personal inflation rate, and so uh, it's necessary to calculate that personal inflation rate. So to see what your inflation rate. Might be now your inflation rate might be twenty five percent or thirty two percent, and on the other hand, it might be eight percent or seven percent or five percent. It depends entirely on how you spend your money 
when you make your purchases, how you time those, and um, and and you have you can control that that portion uh, of it. I I when my wife asked me to go into the supermarket pick up uh, this or that item uh, for her, I see people uh, with their phone and uh, and you know they they have a top line number. And, and they're looking at the price, and they and they decide to buy it. They, you know, subtract that price uh, from their top line number, and then they eventually get down to this is it. And then we've spent what we're going to spend, what we're budgeted for. So I think that that's uh, that's imperative. You don't have to feel like you're a cork bobbing uh, on on the water. And and uh, again, it, it, these are these budget budgeting and personal inflation budgeting are absolute. Uh, essentials. This is really more important than, than than looking for the next hot tip. What's the hot tip on on this or that, that stock yeah. ETF or mutual fund? Let's start out with the. This is a start with the basics, and that's where you need to come from. I'm sorry if I sound like I'm on a on a soapbox, but I mean, but I I, I feel, and I don't want to sound preachy, but but this is so essential uh, to 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 do this and and not you know, go on to your Facebook self-help group and say, oh, I found this 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 thing and, it, and it's a dividend stock and it pays 9%. Ha ha, look at me. Mm, right. I mean, <laughs> right. you know, I was thinking too, Fred, what you, something you said earlier, you really need to calm your life down. It's spinning out of control. You spent the weekend reading Bernanke's book. Yeah. Some weekend. <laughs> well, I was just, and I was thinking you read it so we don't have to. No, I'm that's, kidding. That's no, true. I'm really kidding. But I mean, it, it actually is a good example of how you are. It's a never ending, tireless effort to stay on top of things. And that actually is a benefit to your clients. Carlos Gutierrez, former CEO of Kellogg, explained that it's essential to move forward at some point, uh, despite the temporary difficulties that face consumers as it stands now and embrace the change to move forward got to be able to be willing to change and to be able to gauge when things are changing and and move as soon as you see that not just inflation it's a supply chain it's the great resignation it's ukraine it you know all of these things uh, covid continues to be around all of these things have added on to the burden of inflation so it's a tough time it's a tough thing to to, to, to manage through and you have to pick your choices but I think you have to be fast. You have to be very fast when you decide which way you're going. You see a lot of people struggling with not knowing what step to take first because of all this uncertainty. Yeah, I, I think that's true. But I also think Gutierrez is is absolutely correct. There's a time for fast thinking and there's a time for slow thinking. And sometimes you do have to think think fast uh, for for reasons of, of self-preservation. Uh, I it, it's easy to, to you know get to get paralyzed uh, you know by by uh, by indecision I mean it's like standing I mean if you if you have one suit and one sport jacket and one pair of pants you can go to your closet there's no problem <laughs> right. uh, if you have three now you have a decision to make <laughs> which one you're gonna wear right right uh, today well it, it's it's the same. It's the same thing. Uh, people, you know, people have had um, all of us have. I don't want to say we've we've had a, we've had a, a, a ride that that um, that we thought was was not all that bumpy 
for for a long time, and we've had the Fed at our at our back, uh, trying to smooth things out, pave the road over, uh, resurface it, uh, if you if you will. And now all of a sudden, we we, we have we have a Fed that is behind the curve, and uh, doesn't quite know what to do. And doesn't fully understand the implications of its own policies. If 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 Dr. Bernanke uh, is is correct, so it it the, the, I mean there there are steps that need to be taken. There are do's and there are, are don'ts. The, and then the, fir- the first thing is 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 the spending and, and the budgeting and understanding your own uh, inflation uh, uh, aspect that. All of that starts with with that, and then the second, then the next thing is to test all of that all of that out. Realistic testing of, of what you of what you think is appropriate, and to see how that how that specs out. And then um, look at all the threat. Look at the threats. All the threats that are that that will impact you, uh, and if you're married. Um, that, then, uh, then for the both of you. Now, if, if you're in a relationship but you're not married, uh, then uh, you know. Then government programs uh, such as Medicare uh, treat treat you differently than than if you are uh, married. So uh, you then uh, so then it becomes a, a look at the other things your 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 assets, uh, and then those need to be. Uh, stress tested with realistic scenarios to see what the the impact of, of changes are going to be, and then uh, then you have decisions that you uh, have to make. Uh, and in terms of uh, how do you how do you adjust? And um, because uh, you know the people who told us. That inflation was transitory are now telling us that inflation is going to be short-lived. Well, they were wrong then, and they're probably wrong now. So uh, you have to look, you have to look at that. Then um, you know just to say that inflation uh, that uh, a recession lasts 15 to 18 months, you know might be technically true, but it depends on on the sector. Some sectors can, can take five or eight or ten years. Some sectors have never come out of it. I mean, the last sixteen years, the financial sector has returned one percent a year. Anybody want to argue that that the financial sector has has come out of um, you know the 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 um, recession? That it's been a permanent recession. In, in the financial sector, in, in the in banks, for example, well, I mean, one percent a year for sixteen years. What's the big deal? I mean, you can you can actually do better um, in a lot of places. So why take the risk? Mm-hmm. So the other thing, the other thing is that that the planning has to be has to be looked at, and and again, real real realistic scenarios. Have to be applied uh, to your own situation to see how how your how you st- how you stack up and where are you weak? What what adjustments uh, need to be need to be made? The fact the fact that you may have had a plan done five years ago or ten years ago or fifteen years ago or or fifteen months ago doesn't mean very much. Uh, it it has to be. You have to take a look at at where you are. Right now, and and uh, you have an annual physical. Uh, why? Because you think you're sick? No, 
uh, because you want to make sure the hygiene is 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 in order. Same thing is is true uh, here. It's, it's it's not a it's it's not a matter of uh, am I or am I not? It's a matter of where am I and wh- and what are the threats that I have to address? I mean, if, if you're in business, you do a SWOT assessment. Same thing has to be done uh, for, for yourself. Uh, it's just it's it's just so obviously necessary, and it's not a it, you, you you know you when when you when you build a building, you you don't start on the 14th floor. You've got you've got to get that foundation right, and that's what we're talking about: foundational principles. Yeah, you got to have the foundation right. Very little bit of time in this first segment here, but CNBC senior personal finance correspondent Sharon Epperson explains the importance of your emergency fund when you're planning for retirement and and for all scenarios. You also want to increase your stash of cash because having that emergency fund, you may want to have a year or more if we're looking at an uncertain economic time, the possibility of a recession. See if you can put some of that money in cash. And then you also want to make sure you do have a financial plan and you're test driving it. If you're not retired yet, what's this vacation going to look like? Make it look like what retirement might look Mm. like. What would you do? Where would you go? Where would you live? Do you suggest even before someone retires or do that test run on the financial roadmap? Yeah, absolutely. We, we, t- we tell them to take that retirement budget and live on it for 30, 60 days and see if it's realistic. Mm-hmm. Um, we, do that, we do that all all the time. Um, and uh, Sharon Epperson, uh, who I follow uh, uh, all the time, uh, she made the same point that I just, just did previously. Yeah. You, you have to have a realistic realistic scenarios not hypothetical <clears throat> excuse me but realistic ones and you have to test against what you've got and see what the what the implications are it's not enough to do monte we, we do monte carlo uh, scenarios but but that's that that is not enough you you have you have to do you have to you have to do scenario uh, uh, testing. That's exactly um, what the Treasury does to the banks. They, they do scenario testing. They don't do Monte Carlo. They do scenario testing. It, it, you, ha- you have to know if, if you can stand up uh, or you're going to or you're going to bend. And if you're going to bend, then we need to see uh, where those areas of weakness are and, and, and correct it so that you have a plan that that works. Maybe the plan is okay, but it needs to be tweaked. Maybe it's not okay, and you're back, you're back to when do you want to know it? Right. You better know then, right? Yeah, because because the, the, this situation is not that we're in right now is is not going to change, and it's very disconcerting that the administration was out this weekend trying to tell everyone that we need to change the definition of a, of a recession. And, it do, and they were recording on a Monday, and the administration's chief economist was out there saying the same thing that Dr. Yellen was saying over the weekend. We've got to change how you define a recession. So we're in a recession, but we'll change the definition so we're not in a recession. If that makes sense, so be it. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Yeah, I, I, I guess the old clear-cut two quarters of negative GDP growth is out the window now? I, I, I no. Not not well for the administration, yeah, but but not for not for everybody 
uh, else. Well, I, I mean, the administration, to... yeah, the administration is getting a lot of advice uh, from economists that lean Democrat. The, uh, some of them are talking off the record. They're saying the administration has no interest in their advice. Well, and the other thing, too, that made me think that about that two quarters of negative GDP growth being an outdated measuring stick is that it was declared we were in a recession in March or April of 2020 during the pan- height of the pandemic. Yeah. And we hadn't had time to measure two quarters. So no. I don't know how they just said we were in a recession. What was it, about a one-month recession then? Yeah, well, what they're arguing is they're arguing looking at uh, the unemployment figure. Mm. Uh, and it, that's not re- that is not relevant. Unemployment's a lagging indicator. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... It really doesn't prove, it proves nothing. It doesn't prove their case uh, at, at all. Um, uh, it, it, as, as, as a matter of fact, these are the same people who, uh, you know, who, to, who told us that um, in order to avoid inflation, we have to have four and a half to five percent unemployment. And right now we're not there. So what? What does that, what yeah. does that mean? Well, when it comes to retirement planning, sometimes we have to take a step back and make sure that everything's working as it should be. A lot of what Fred has covered in this segment. But when we return, some do's and don'ts in planning for retirement. This is Money Matters USA. Are you losing sleep over market volatility affecting your hard-earned retirement savings? You can't afford to lose a big portion of your nest egg with not enough time to recover. Many people want safety and the guarantee of principle, but also prefer the potential of higher growth with the market. And now you can have both. Call Fred Sade at Money Matters USA at 800-593-8188. That's 800-593-8188. We're back with Money Matters USA and Fred Sade, founder and managing director of the fiduciary firm of the same name. The video series of the same name, Money Matters USA, search YouTube. For Money Matters USA with Fred Sade, S-A-I-D-E. Consumer Advocate Dave Perkins here with Fred Sade. And uh, we talked a lot about where we are now, what's causing concern for so many, especially those nearing and in retirement, given our current economic climate. It's also crucial at any time of your life and for anyone listening to this podcast to know that their plan is working like a well-oiled machine. There's so many moving parts. It's often a good idea to take a step back. Make sure we know what we should be looking for and looking out for. So Fred's going to take a look at some do's and don'ts of retirement planning. And maybe, Fred, in this segment, let me mention real quick first, though, speaking of retirement planning, and that's what Fred is all about. You can also, in addition, as you just heard, calling Fred and reaching out to him at 800-593-8188. You can also visit his website, moneymattersusa.net, and learn about his red light on the dashboard program. When you go to that uh, that website, moneymattersusa.net, there is a tab there. Just click to learn more, red light program. 
You want to do this? Uh, you want to do a do and then a don't and then a do and then a don't here? <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. A- absolutely. Let's, we'll start with the do's. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll, we'll do. We'll start with a do. <clears throat> do. Okay. Make sure that you regularly review the performance and management of all your plans, investment options. And, th- and that's something you do as a, a retirement partner with your clients, reviews. Right. That's absolutely right. We, we have very sophisticated institutional software that allows us to to understand risk, to measure risk, and to show you how much risk is in your portfolio. Uh, this Again, this is institutional software. This is the same software that the Nobel Peace Prize Foundation, or PIMCO, uh, to take another example, uses. This, this, this is state-of-the-art uh, risk understanding software. Um, do you want to do a don't? Let's do a don't. Let's do a don't. Here we go. Hey, Fred, you got one second. Can I pause this just a second? Um, somebody. All right, here's a don't. Don't put all your money into funds that gave you the biggest return last year. I guess, are you, let me see if, I, if I've if i got where you're going with this, Fred. You had a great year last year. Hey, let's put more in it on that horse. Right. Yeah, yeah. okay. But, but, th- but that race is over. Right. So, you know, don't. Don't don't uh, don't chase returns. That, that's that's where that's what I see in these do-it-yourself uh, Facebook groups. They, they they're always chasing <clears throat> returns. What what what's the tip you got for me? What's the hot stock? What's mm. the hot ETF? Yeah, right. Uh, it's a mistake. Yeah. It, because what worked last year doesn't necessarily work this year. I don't know how else to say it. Well, exactly, exactly. Um, here's a do. <laughs> do watch for newly added funds to your portfolio. Yeah, um, a fund a fund may close. Uh, there may be something else that that has uh, uh, less money being moved, so that there might be more growth opportunity. There might be uh, a value uh, fund that's been added. Uh, you know, you you have. To take a look and see what there is. And then you have to see how does that add to, distort, or alter your portfolio. You're looking at do's and don'ts of retirement planning with Fred Say. Don't try to act like a professional day trader with your retirement <laughs> savings. <laughs> yeah, that's true. A lot of people try to manage their 401k and their IRA as though it was a brokerage uh, account uh, and that's a that's a that's a mistake. That's that's a full time job. You're up against professionals, and uh, we, this is where we we run into the fact that people uh, buy high, sell low, and and uh, are uh, where the bandwagon effect uh, is is very evident. They're looking at the volume of trading and, oh, that's the hot thing. I'm going to, you know, that's a shiny new object. Hmm. So that's, that's where I'm going to put my money. This next one, this is a do, and it's, it's vital to where you are in your life. If you're near or in retirement, do adjust your portfolio to match your risk tolerance. That's absolutely essential. R- risk tolerance is very important. And I, I have to con- <clears throat> confess here that I've changed my mind uh, on understanding the significance of risk tolerance. I always thought it was a check the box, nothing to be concerned about. But no, 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 that's not true. 
uh, risk tolerance is, is very important and, and depends, again, how it is framed for the individual. Because if you ask the individual how much risk they want to take, they may tell you 20, 30, 40, 50 percent. And then you tell them, well, if you, if you take 50 percent risk in the portfolio, it takes 100 percent in order to get back. And that mm. assumes you didn't take any money out. So are you sure you want to take that much risk? And then usually you find out that they uh, that they don't want to take that much uh, risk. And also, you it, it, it's important uh, to, to combine the, the personal risk tolerance. Uh, you can measure their, that risk tolerance. You also measure the risk tolerance in the portfolio. And and because there's two aspects of risk here, and and most people just look at the individual's risk tolerance. Some questions made up by the legal department. We don't need to worry about those. Let's get past it and 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 get and get to moving your money around. No, no, no. It, the we we need to match up the personal risk tolerance with the risk that's in the portfolio. Both are separate, and they shouldn't be. They need to match. And, and, I, and, and, and that's one of the most important insights that I can share with, with our listeners today. Looking at do's and don'ts of retirement planning properly, if you are now, if you're in the financial red zone, if you're five, 10 years away from retirement, starting your retirement planning process wisely, but still working, Oh, don't from Fred is do not overinvest in your company stock. Oh yeah, that's 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 an absolute uh, mistake unless the unless you're buying an ESOP. But uh, other otherwise, uh, you're really you're really rolling the dice on the future of your company, and uh, th- that could leave you with with uh, non diversifiable risk because you're you're all you're all invested in in one. Uh, stock. So remember what grandma said, you know, uh, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Right. If you drop the basket, they're all broken. That's it. Uh, Here's a do. Take the time to educate yourself about how to invest for retirement. And I just want to mention, too, that I know it's important to you uh, with your relationship with your clients to make sure that they know what's going on, that they're a part of it and understand it. Yeah, absolutely. We, 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 put, we put out a, a monthly newsletter. We put out a quarterly newsletter, and we, all, we also uh, make phone calls, and we also put out uh, uh, videos and, and uh, emails and, uh, to, uh, that are uh, finite to the point, uh, things to be uh, concerned about. I mean, this, uh, just think of this as a moving target. Uh, nothing, nothing stands... Uh, Nothing stands still, and, and um, the, the other thing that you have to remember is 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 that everything is based on probability, and and just because something happened today doesn't mean the same thing is going to happen tomorrow. Uh, the market's up today or it's down today. Tomorrow it may be up or down. It's fifty fifty all the time. Fifty mm-hmm. fifty. It's not, it's not any better than that. You, you mentioned risk and definitely factoring risk at your place in life. But here's one of your don'ts, too. Don't completely avoid risk. How do you find yeah. that balance? Well, you, you, do, you do that through, through um, under, first, from understanding yourself. That, that's, that's number one. How, how much, uh, what, what's your, your risk tolerance, your risk capacity, your risk composure, uh, we can measure risk tolerance, risk capacity, risk, risk composure is a little bit more uh, subjective and and uh, and behavioral. 
but once you once you get that under once you understand what that is, then you then you have a yardstick that you can you can measure. Now you need you need to have some growth uh, because you need to grow your your assets. The question is that you know how much how much risk can you uh, can you tolerate? R- risk risk is another is a, is a, is a cost, and you have to know how much. What are you willing to pay uh, to either get to 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 for gains and how much and how much are you willing to pay to take losses? So uh, you, it, that becomes that become that's a very real issue, and, and it has to get it has to get settled uh, because you're not you know unless you're a professional trader and you're working with the house's money, that's one thing. But you're not you're 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 an amateur, uh, and you're you're trying to you're trying to build a retirement uh, portfolio. So understanding yourself is is very very. Uh, important and how much risk you're willing to take, how much cost you're willing to bear. Uh, that's that's absolutely essential. And I, I find that that um, uh, that that most people just uh, a lot of advisors just do a risk tolerance once and they never do it again. Uh, we, we, we do it repeatedly uh, because you're not necessarily in the same place all the time. And 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 uh, and you may have a very different view today than you did five years ago. And we're going to close out here this segment with a, a final don't, and this is it. Don't hesitate to change your investments. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. In, in this, uh, uh, in an inflationary uh, environment, uh, different sectors of the economy behave differently depending on where we are in the business cycle. So, um, commodities may will do well at the beginning of the cycle. Then, as the economy slows, commodities are, are not effective uh, any any longer. And as the recession deepens, econo- uh, commodities, uh, you know, just just are not a good place to be because there's not that much going on in the economy. So it's it's very important to know where you are in the economy, and and investments that uh, that are appropriate at one stage of the economy are not appropriate at a, at another stage of the economy. And I've mentioned Professor Derek Horsmeyer of uh, George Mason, and he studies. Uh, that's what he does. He he studies uh, the 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 um, the financial. Uh, cycle and uh, which which investments, which sectors, which which what are the fundamentals that matter? And that's the other thing. We we look at fundamentals. That's bottom up. It's not just the sectors, but but also the fundamental factors that have to be considered when you're when you're evaluating risk. Well, there just are there are a lot of do's and don'ts. There are just a lot of moving parts to proper retirement planning these days more than ever. I mean, the days of the happy ending pension gold watch. Yeah. really over i mean it just someone like fred and think about this someone who keeps up with the changing economy always relates it back to retirement strategies and how it affects retirement has a phd in economics from duke university is a fiduciary and focuses on retirement planning great to have on your side not only in helping you craft a custom plan in a fiduciary manner but to be there with you fred is available at 800-593-8188 800-593-8188 
593-8188. The website, moneymattersusa.net. Be sure to click that uh, red light program tab when you go to that site. And also search YouTube for the companion video series of the same name, Money Matters USA. Search Money Matters USA with Fred Sade, S-A-I-D-E. Fun show, Fred. Great information, but, you know, you keep it you keep it going. We're back at it next week to do another one. Absolutely. Keep doing them until it's not fun anymore. Yeah, it's going to stay fun. <laughs> it's going to always be stuff to talk about here. We'll keep on doing it. And thanks for being with us as we're doing this and having a lot of fun but getting out vital information. Stay with us on the podcast, Money Matters USA. Investment advisory services offered through Money Matters USA, LLC. Fred Sade and his guests provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell in any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to the securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Money Matters USA LLC. By contacting Money Matters USA, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.